Monday. Happy May 1st. Happy May Day, as they say. It's a bank holiday here in the UK and I hope all is well with you. Welcome to a new month. Welcome to a new blessing. Welcome to a new season of life. Welcome to a new experience with God. This is another episode of Nursing Your Spiritual Fitness. My name is Maxine. And of course, our platform is all about just encouraging you to engage with the Word of God. Have moments of fellowship with the Holy Spirit and deepen your relationship and intimacy with Jesus Christ. We also are keen to spread the word, spread the gospel, and for those who have not given their lives to Christ, we pray that this is a platform that you can listen to, understand the word, and seek salvation, that the Holy Spirit shall convict you to manifest. We are thankful for this new month. I do hope you had a good week last week. I do hope you did have time to reflect on the word that we had. And so we just want to come this new month and just thank the Lord. You know, it's very important to thank Jesus, thank the Holy Spirit for the work that they continually do in us as we transform ourselves to become more glorious and righteous in Christ. And it's very important to just recognize that they're blessings, however small, however big, that God has placed in our lives. And so I'd just like to start this platform by saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, our Father in heaven, for January. Thank you for February. Thank you for March. Thank you for April. We're very grateful for all that you've done. Our keeper, the keeper of Israel, the Lord that provides Abba. Father, thank you that you've nourished us, you've sustained us, you've blessed us, and you continue to love us. We're thankful for this platform. We're thankful for the audience as well. And we're thankful for the feedback. Father God, as we start this month of May, I pray that the audience will have more encounters with you, more experience and fellowship and intimacy with you. I pray that the words that you have for us these coming weeks shall nourish our mind, body and spirit. And as we continue to transform and transfigure ourselves through the word, I pray that we'll be able to manifest what you have for us as purpose, as your will in our daily living. May our results in our lives be the speaking evangelists of your word. Father God, as we start this week, I commend this platform to you and ask you to bless it and ask you to continue to use us to just manifest the word as we continue to reflect through the words that the Holy Spirit gives. Jesus Christ, we thank you that despite your finished works you still continue to intercede for us holy spirit thank you for your teachings thank you for your guide thank you for your constant advocacy we glorify the trinity we thank you christ and i pray that the audience is blessed i pray that their work with their hands is blessed i pray that their family is blessed and i definitely pray that they have more more fellowship with you I ask all this trusting and believing in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. So the scripture I have for you this week is from the book of Romans, chapter 12, um, verse 1 to 2. And it talks about placing our lives before God. Um, when the Holy Spirit gave me this scripture, I automatically thought of, one of the characters in the Bible who placed themselves before God, placed their lives before God. And he 
had full trust in Jesus and Jesus delivered him completely from his blindness. We shall talk about that shortly. But I'm going to read Romans 12 verse 1 to 2 from the message translation. And here's what it says. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life. Your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life. And place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you and develops well-informed maturity in you. This is really a powerful statement. It takes a lot to focus on your intimacy and fellowship with God. And this is a call from Paul telling us that we should focus on God. And a lot of people might wonder, with all that's happening in the world, you know, it's, it's, it's okay that we can spend an hour or five minutes or half an hour just saying a prayer, saying the Lord's Prayer and, you know, just living. But Paul takes it a level high and he says your ordinary life, you're sleeping, you're eating, you're going to work, you're walking around, that's what you're placing before God as an offering. So that means that the way you live should be a sacrifice to God. The way you behave, the way you talk, the way you interact with people, your everyday affair should be a sacrifice with God. And that basically means that when you are saved and you go through your spiritual transformation, you're a new creation. And being a new creation, it means then you have to leave what's old. You have to leave what's um, defined you in the past and focus on what God has in store for you. You know, in Isaiah 43, verse 18 to 19, and Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, it says we should forget what is behind and strain towards what is ahead. Isaiah says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Don't you perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So this is a message from God saying that in your salvation, in your new walk and relationship with Christ, forget what's in your past. Don't dwell on your past. Focus on what God is doing for you. And that means if you're focusing on what God is doing for you, you're focusing on Him. Focusing on Him means that you get to have a relationship with Him and learn the Word and see how the Word works in your life. And the only way to see that is through the power of the Holy Spirit because you can't do it alone. You know, don't limit yourself to human understanding, but engage the Holy Spirit who can open your eyes and ears and you can actually use the word to manifest every day in your life. So that means if you're a new creation in Christ, you have to focus on what's ahead. Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do is forget what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. So we focus on the word. We focus on obedience. We focus on instruction. And that basically means God will be able and is able to bring what is necessary in your life 
to manifest that intimate relationship with him and so as you work you're glorifying god as you eat you're glorifying god as you're interacting with others you're glorifying god everything in your life is meant to glorify god so it's not about creating a christian culture that i go to church i pay my tithe i pay my offerings you know um that's not really the focus it's more of manifesting the kingdom the lifestyle of the kingdom the beauty about the kingdom of god is it's not just a culture of where you belong to jesus and you just receive grace and blessings and anointings this is a kingdom where the king is so keen to have a personal relationship with you he wants to change you from the inside out he wants you to come to a level of maturity that glorifies him to a level that you can see the impact of God in your life and you can be so encouraged by what he's done for you that you can actually go out there and be compelled by the spirit to to have as many people experience what you have experienced now in the book of mark in mark chapter 10 um, from verse 46 down to 52 it talks about batmius the son of timius who was a blind beggar and this blind beggar was sitting alongside the road when jesus was walking and this was in jericho and he began to cry out son of david jesus mercy have mercy on me And so many people tried to hush him up. So many people were yelling at him, saying, you need to keep quiet. But he kept on insisting, son of David, mercy, mercy, have mercy on me. And so Jesus stops and calls him over. And so while Jesus has called him over, the crowd now says, oh, you've been called. It's your lucky day. Get up. He's calling you to come. And the next verse says, throwing off his cot, he was on his feet at once and came to Jesus. And then Jesus asked him, what can I do for you? And the blind man man said, Rabbi, I want to see. And so Jesus says, on your way, your faith has saved and healed you. In that very instant, he recovered his sight and followed Jesus down the road. Now I'm just reading this from the message translation. But one thing that hit me about that scripture was the fact that the beggar threw off his so that might just seem like something regular i mean after all he's going to meet jesus but this man threw off his coat knowing that he was approaching the savior who was going to be merciful enough to heal him from his blindness and and this is spiritual in the sense that in order for you to follow christ and have that faith that faith that compels you to to know that in approaching Christ, things will definitely be different from you. You have to throw off your coat. And that's the main thing about this reflection. You need to throw off your coat in order to place your life before God. So whatever that has been in your past, whatever characters, whatever personalities that make you adjusted to the culture that you used to fit in without even thinking, like in Romans chapter 12, God is saying that that needs to come out. And like Batmius, your faith and expectation from Christ is that not only will he help you because you've fixed your attention on him, 
he will change you from the inside out. And that's what he did for Batmus. He healed him. But in healing him, we didn't see Batmus walk away. We didn't see Batmus saying, that's it. Batmus stayed and followed Jesus. Jesus sent him away, but he stayed and followed him. So that means in his healing, in his transformation, he stayed to follow Christ because he knew there was more. There was more to get because God was bringing out the best out of him. And it's the same thing with you. God will bring out the best out of you and develop you into a level that he has intended ever since you were born. So this week as we reflect, God is basically asking us to be cognizant that we should put him in everything we do, every basic thing. And while we're doing that, we should know that we're not doing it in a way that's according to culture. We're doing it in a way that is according to his will and his purpose. And his blueprint is very standard. It's the word. It's the word. And he has a teacher that will teach you at all times on how to be changed from the inside out through the word. And that's the Holy Spirit. As you start your week, my prayer is that as you focus on changing yourself and changing your culture to be a culture of Christ, to have a mindset like Christ, that you ask the Holy Spirit to not only help you, but to give you that mindset to focus on God, to fix your attention on God, to trust Him enough to bring out the best out of you, to develop you into that well-formed maturity in you the maturity that he had placed when he was creating you and this will not only just manifest in your everyday ordinary life but god takes you a level higher you not only get physical prosperity but there's something that's more important which is spiritual prosperity and this is something that blind back your soul and so take off your clothes Take off your coat. Take off your former past life. Take off what has been your past. Take off what is your current culture. Throw it off and come to Jesus. Focus on God. Fix your attention on God. And follow him with the word through the power of the Holy Spirit. Have a good week. God bless you.